What's going on, guys? This is Cotus with the Yolk Christian Podcast. I'm here again with my co-star, Jared. What's going on, man? Um, A lot. but uh, A lot? No, yeah. <laughs> for, I, the, uh, for the audio people real quick, Jared's in his car. I am in my car. So, and, Which, by the <laughs> way, can you hear like the my AC in the background, or is it okay? No, no. Okay, fine. Um, yeah, no, I'm on vacation right now um, with my in-laws. Really? Yeah, so it's uh, interesting. So I, I came to the car to escape. Um, the good old escape. Um, but no, not really. Um, so yeah, I came in here just so I could have some peace because I had a feeling that like if I was inside, it'd be kind of loud. So I get but, that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So where where are you vacation at? Is it still in Georgia? No, no, we went to uh, Panama City in Florida. Um, that's Ooh, Florida. Yeah, that's their uh, their go to. They get they come down here every year. So nice. But, that's pretty yeah. cool. It's a little too packed for me. It's not even yeah. packed this. Is time it hot? It's really hot. Yeah. It was like. I want to say it was like 95 earlier today. But. Holy crap. Forget that. Uh, yeah, nope. but it's all right. It's all good. Um, it's fun, though. I wish there was bigger waves. I'm a, like, I have to do stuff to keep entertained. And so, if yeah. they're, like, I didn't bring my fishing stuff just because I didn't want to. I don't know. It's, it's hard to, to fish when the actions could result in serious injury. I'm not driving. TikTok's trying to ban me already. Um, this, this video is limited. We limited the ability to others to find... So, wait, they limited it because – so people can't find our thing now because you're in the car. That's stupid. Interesting. Okay. It's, it's limited the viewership that we get. That's – oh, well. Oh, well, it's fine. That's stupid. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. But, yeah, so anyways. <laughs> so, you want to just jump right into Matthew? Take it away, man. Yeah, so today right. we're going to continue the series on Matthew chapter 24. So Yes. So, we start off, and I – read this a few times i just didn't understand it so i'm gonna mm-hmm. ask you your thing of it but pretty much it says uh they go to a temple and then disciples say to him like well they don't say anything they're like oh look at this temple and jesus says do you see these things truly i tell you not one stone will be left here on not le- one stone will be left here on another that will not be thrown down so i i really didn't understand this at all like what temple is being destroyed and like why are they not going to be here is it talking about like because this whole thing, this whole chapter kind of is about, like, the predictions of the future and, like, mm-hmm. the rapture and all this stuff. So is he talking about, like, since this earth is going to be gone, does that mean this temple isn't really important at the moment? Or yeah, I was really confused about it. So I like the, how you're trying to think deep, but it's not that deep this time. So okay. this, this I was thinking temp- too deep. You were, but that's a good thing. That's a sign of edu- uh, of what am I thinking of of uh, smartness. So, oh uh, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. You know, mom, I'm smart. <laughs> that's right. But no, this temple is the physical temple that's there. So basically, like the church building that's there. And so, mm-hmm. um, when, in a few chapters, when we get there, basically what happens when Jesus dies? There's a storm. There's an earthquake, and then this temple literally falls to pieces, and not a stone was left unturned. And so that's what he's talking about here. Um, just that that temple that's right there in Jerusalem. All right. One second. Let me just pull my book over. All right. So. Uh, then Jesus started talking about false prophets and he talks about how mm-hmm. they're going to start arriving. It says, watch out for the ones that deceive you for many will come in my name and say, I'm the Messiah and many will deceive many. And mm-hmm. so we'll get to that part next. But I mean, I've seen on TikTok a few times, actually, people are like, yo, I'm Jesus. Like, I don't know if they're joking, but like this guy, yeah. I think he was a little on something. He looked mm-hmm. a little funky. I think Piper made a video about it actually. Yeah. But he 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 was like he thought he was serious, but he was claiming like I am the Messiah, I am Jesus, I have come back again. And this dude looked homeless, and he was like sitting on the street. Like, yeah, it was that's it, funny. 
Well, I mean, oh. it's it's been a thing for a while, and it's probably been a yeah. thing since 2,000 years ago that people claim to be the second coming of Christ. But <laughs> I don't know about true. you, but I definitely hadn't seen anybody coming from the clouds yet. So uh, No. Did you <laughs> see this? Okay, so now I'm kind of questioning Kanye a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, so I have heard, you know, obviously Hollywood and satanic stuff, it's all a big thing that sure. not a lot of people talk about. So now Kanye, he made a song about God, mm-hmm. supposedly, right? Yeah. So in in his music video, I guess, or live feed, it was him like ascending, like it looked like maybe a rapture replica. And I heard a lot of people saying like, oh, he's actually praising the devil with that and all that stuff. And like claiming that like all this stuff and that Satan is actually the one he's talking about in his songs about how he loves Satan and how Satan has helped him and stuff. So I just wanted to point that like, I just wanted to. Well, that, cause that's crazy because like I don't I, I know I never want to believe nowadays because you know yeah it just so I mean here's the thing this is what I know and I, I okay so I my dentist is the best dentist ever so like he'll sing worship like while he's working on your teeth what and and there's there's a reason for this story by the way and so he was talking to me one day and he's like so he's a part of this uh Georgia Baptist Association or something along those lines it might not be Georgia Baptist but it's some sort yeah. of uh denomination group i guess uh heads of church you could say and uh so anyways they had this meeting one day and uh he told me that one day in walked kanye and uh, just sat down in on it and stuff and uh so he's like i don't know what people say about kanye these days because he's like 45 or so he doesn't have tiktok and uh, he's like but uh you know i had heard that he became a christian but i never expected him to jump in on in, in this conference or anything but he did so uh with that being said um I can't necessarily judge the heart of Kanye by yeah. means, but I'm sure. I, I always say that, and like I hate yeah. that I have to say that, but really, we we yeah. can't judge the heart. Like that's only God's job. Only God knows the for heart. For sure, for sure. You know, so it, it sucks. <laughs> and and if if he had not told me that, then uh, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't think. You know, I'd probably think along the same lines as everybody else. Like, oh, he's probably not a Christian, but mm-hmm. because because I trust that guy that saw him, I uh, I trust that he's actually a Christian. Yeah. But yeah. with that being said. So, um, but yeah, so there's going to be many false prophets by mm-hmm. all means. Um, and of course, go ahead. No, you keep going. I was going to just move on. Oh yeah. I was just going to say, and of course people are going to claim to be Jesus, but the easiest way mm-hmm. to know that he is the second coming is it says the whole world will know one. <laughs> yeah. So, You'll so hear whole... trumpets, people. I mean, we'll, well, okay. I'm not going to spoil it, but we'll get into it. How we know that Jesus is yeah. coming. Well, so. we'll get into it. This whole chapter is really good. I liked it. It's really meaty and yeah. like. I encourage you guys to go read Matthew 24 by yourself and like actually dive deep. Cause like I probably should have went mm-hmm. a lot deeper, but I got, I kind of made it easy and dumbed down and just simple ish. Yeah. Yeah. No, so it's all good, man. After Jesus is like, yo, people are going to deceive you. He's going to be like, Oh, there's also, you know, rumors of war and mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of wars that are actually happening. And he's like, don't be alarmed. Cause this has to take place for me to come back. Yep. So, We've already seen a lot of rumors about war. Like, I, mean, sure. I remember maybe last year or two years ago, but they're like, oh, World War III is going to happen. You know, oh, war this, war that. Like, Always. there has been quite a bit of rumors about war. So, mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? Like, yeah. like I always say, we could be in the fourth quarter, man. It's time to get ready. Could be. And, and you think about it. Now, you hear all the time. Like, I know somebody right now is thinking, okay, well, well they've been saying that for the last 2,000 years. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yes, but that doesn't that doesn't uh, negate the urgency of the second coming mm-hmm. by any means. Exactly. Um, so with that being said, Codis, you said the fourth quarter, 100% could mm-hmm. be. And I, I don't know about you, but it seems like the, uh, the rumors of wars and the wars. And as we get into it, it uh, Jesus calls them birthing pains. It seems like the birthing pains or the contractions are happening more and more frequently. 
Um, I think we're going to get to that real like the next take it, take two it. things. We're going to talk about that a little bit. So after all the rumors about war, it's going to say for nations will rise up against nations and kingdoms against kingdoms, and there'll be famine and earthquakes in various places. So we've already seen a lot of earthquakes last year. Like mm-hmm. there was a lot, you know, and we've seen nations against nations. You know, like America, it, it has a big war going on. Pretty much, not really. You know what I mean? Like a civil, not civil war, I a thought. social there, war. There, there's a sense? lot of uh, violence within. Yes, yeah. there's a lot going on in countries and stuff. And, I mean, famines, I don't know. I guess I don't watch enough of the news to know if there's famines going on. Oh, yeah, everywhere. Um, Probably. Like you, I mean, like, you can look at, like, Chile, Haiti, Africa. It's basically every that's true. country. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, heck, even in America, people don't acknowledge it. But, like, there's orphanages yeah. that aren't getting food. There's homeless people that aren't getting food. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. There's, now, granted, famines are probably widespread across the entire country. So it's not select yeah. individuals. But, um, yeah. So I guess you could probably, well, never mind. Go ahead. Keep going. (laughs) Anyway, and then it says, all these events are the beginning of labor pains. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what you were talking about. Like, the stuff has to happen for it to all kind of fall into place. For sure. It's just birthing pains. I mean, you you look at a Mm -hmm. pregnant woman, and and of course, it's going to, it's like, oh, contractions are 30 minutes apart. You're not going into birth yet. Oh, they're 20 minutes apart. You're getting closer, but you're not in birth yet. 10 minutes, 5 minutes, 2 minutes. Oh, let's get in there. Let's go into labor. And so, of Mm -hmm. course, labor... Let's talk about that for a second. That can be anywhere from like like a lickety splitter. It can take you know a day. So um, it's it's kind of funny how how labor is relative in, in terms of pain. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I mean, there's there's plenty of stuff that's going to go down, and and of course, Revelation talks plenty about it. But we'll talk a little bit more about it here in a second. So keep mm-hmm. going. All right. And then so Matthew nine ten is where we're at, and it says that we're gonna, we're going to be hated because of the name of Jesus. Like people aren't going to like us. They're going to kill us. They're going to mock us. And they're going to completely hate us for, you know, knowing the name of Jesus. And it's crazy to me because, you know, everyone preaches equality, like be who you are, you know, uh, accept everybody. But when it comes to Christianity, no, like Mm -hmm. forget them. Like everybody loves the Muslims, the Jews and all this. Like this is going to sound very bad. I don't mean it. But like when it comes to Christianity, (laughs) everybody hates Christianity. Okay, you've got a point. Every religion matters except Christianity, it seems like. Yeah, you've got a point, especially in America. I mean, it's it's all mm-hmm. about equality for all religion, except. Yeah, I'm not Christian. saying the other ones don't matter. That's yeah, not yeah, what yeah, I was yeah. going with at yeah. all. That's not. No, we that's, understand. That's not, yeah. That sounded yeah. very bad. But people that's not people how I just it. tend to to have a bias towards Christianity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they think for all Christians reason. are bad because of like one person, for example. Like, yeah. It, so I don't know, man. It's uh, you know, it's just a part of it. It's a part of life. Um, and mm-hmm. now I can I can understand why people might have a bias towards Christianity. I do get that. Um, I'm pretty understanding Fine. in that regard, but there's even worldwide, like even beyond America, like America's bias towards Christianity because a Christianity has been the, the first, like the, the top religion in America since mm-hmm. then. Right. Um, but, or since the beginning, cause that's what it was founded on. Um, yeah. so I can understand that people get tired of it or bored of it, but the, obviously that doesn't negate the, the fact that it's true. Um, mm-hmm. but anyways, with that being said, so, uh, keep going. We can talk all about right. that all day. And then it's, uh, yeah, we could. And then it says that many will fall away and betray people. And so mm-hmm. what it means by fall away is a lot of people are going to lose their faith, which we're seeing a lot of today. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of people losing their faith. A lot of people grow up Christian or a lot of people find their faith and then mm-hmm. they lose it. Like in this, this world, I'm telling you, Satan is like on a full out attack right now. He is trying to gather everybody. Mm-hmm. And so we're seeing a lot of people fall away because of that. And yep. so with that, falling away that people are going to get mad at each other and people are going to betray each other and then it's just a mm-hmm. big old domino effect after that yep, for sure 
And I mean, you think, uh, look at the statistics there. So in America, Christianity is on the yeah. decline, but worldwide, however, it's on the, uh, the incline. Mm-hmm. Um, 50% <laughs> of college students in America that are Christian lose their faith once they go to college. I think it's, it's 50%, 50 it's or something 60. Like that. Something it's like, like that. a very high number. Like yep. it, It's crazy. College, Which, man. If you don't go to Bible college, man. Well, here's the thing, and, and some would be like, oh, that's because they're getting educated. No, I've been to college. You don't, you don't learn anything of significant value in college. But, no, I think what it is is people just get distracted in college, so they get distracted by the things yeah. of this world. The world. And, and so they quit putting time into their faith like their parents had raised them to do. Mm-hmm. And so then once you quit putting time into something, you just start to back away and you backslide, and ultimately you end up leaving it for some people, or the 50%, so you say. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, it's not because they're getting more educated. It's just because they're choosing themselves rather but mm-hmm. anyways um but yeah keep going man you're on a roll and then it also talks about that many false prophets will rise and deceive many which we talked about that earlier and we're, we're still seeing some of that today and then it says because lawlessness will multiply and the love of many will grow cold but the ones who endure to the end will be saved and so mm-hmm. we're going to kind of cut this up a little bit so okay. because of lawlessness so because of badness the the pretty much a lot of hate will grow because a lot of bad things, you know, it's a domino effect. Mm-hmm. One bad thing happens and it just keeps growing. Mm-hmm. And then it says, but the one who endures, and I love, I love the definition for endure. Not mm-hmm. really. You know what I mean? But yeah. patient sufferly or no suffer patient. Yeah. Suffer patiently. I think it is. It's uh, su- yeah. patient. Yeah. Suffer patiently. And, yeah. and pretty much if you suffer patiently, you will be saved. Like if you endure mm-hmm. till the end, if you push with everything you have, you follow God. In this world, even when people are hating you, people are trying to kill you, and people are betraying you, if you endure, you will be saved. And I mm-hmm. love that. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. God loves me, and I love him. Like, I don't know. That's <laughs> a pretty cool guy. It, and no, it is really cool. And I love the, the definition of endure, like you're talking about, you know, mm-hmm. patiently suffering. Um, yeah. And, you know, just the, the idea of, of suffering but patiently, like, it seems almost contradictory. Yeah. Um, but, no, I mean – Anyways, it, it's, it's a really nice thought when it comes to when it because I mean, in context, you're talking about the persecution and stuff. So, um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's talking about people getting arrested, people getting persecuted, people getting killed. So, like, this isn't like just like a, a metaphorical suffering, like a, oh, I'm suffering. Mm-hmm. I'm just dying sitting here. That's not the case. Yeah, no, like, it's, oh, it's I'm a literal, like, yeah, it's a literal suffering. Like, your yeah. people are like dis- getting disemboweled kind of thing. Christians are going to be killed near the end of time, like near the end of times mm-hmm. of tribulation. I think it's sort of the same thing, mm-hmm. but. That's a sure. whole that's a whole video there, right? So Oh, one hundred percent. And then the next one in Matthew fourteen, it's Matthew twenty four, fourteen, and it talks about that a lot of people are gonna hear the word of God and they're gonna compl- they're gonna proclaim Jesus as king and then and it says and then the end will come. So pretty much supposedly mm-hmm. everyone's gonna hear about the name of Jesus and then it'll come. But like you were saying, the indigenous and I can't remember, I don't know how to say it. Ig- Indigenous. Ig- yeah. So yes. you were saying, how, explain that a little bit, because oh, I didn't fully yeah. hear that when you were talking about that. Yeah, so this was before the podcast for the, uh, the I guess, the audio people. But basically, in Romans one twenty, it says that for the people that aren't exposed to the Bible or to the truth, that is Jesus, um, they can look at the creation, say, mountains, trees. And if they're, you mm-hmm. know, rational enough, which we all should be, to know that there is a creator based off of that, because all creation has a creator. Um, if yeah. they recognize and they praise the creator of the, the, you know, the natural world that they see, then they will be saved. Of course, that won't be all of them. Um, cause likewise, not everybody, you know, even watching this video or listening to this video is going to be safe, but, um, but yeah, so it's just people that, that believe. So it, it's a really neat thing. Go look at it. Romans one twenty. read the context to it too, but yeah. Ooh, now it's about to get even deeper. So this is, 
The Tophilus is the Great Tribulation. So this is mm-hmm. when it, it took me a little bit. I'll be honest. It took me a little bit to kind of decipher some of not decipher. I don't know. Translate some of this because yeah, it was really confusing, and I didn't write my notes for this first part. So, um, oh yeah. So pretty much this first part, uh, fifteen through twenty-two. Oh, man, I forgot what this part was about. You want me to just read the verse? Yeah, just read it. You said Matthew 24, verse yeah. 22? Yeah, 15 is through 22 is what yeah. it is. It's, it's right. a big old. So I'll, I'll kind of summarize it. So it starts out by saying the day is coming when you see what Daniel the prophet spoke about the sacrilegious object that causes a desecration standing in the holy place. And then my Bible says read or pay attention. Um, so then verse 16. Oh, yeah, mine says that too. Then so those apparently. In, yeah, go ahead. I, I read a thing about that or something that Matthew added that. I don't remember why, but he added that for a reason. Like, Matthew personally added that part. I love that. He's like, hey, hey, you know how teachers, like, they'll repeat something just so that they, mm-hmm. like, you know to, to pay attention? I guess yeah. that's the equivalent. Um, verse 16 says, then those in Judea must flee to the hills. A person out on the deck of roofs must not go back down to the house to pack. A person out in the field must not return even to get a coat. How terrible it will be for pregnant women and for nursing mothers in those days. And pray that your flight will not be in the winter or on the Sabbath. For there will be greater anguish than at any time since the war began, and it will never be so great again. That's mm-hmm. verse 21. Verse 22. In fact, unless the time of calamity is shortened, not a single person will survive, but it will be shortened for the sake of God's chosen ones. Yeah, I'm confused about that one. I think I read mm-hmm. it, and then I was like, oh, I'll get, I'll get to that again, and I just completely forgot about getting back to it. Yeah, um, so, I mean, I think it's a fairly straightforward to a degree. I mean... It's saying, like, for example, look at verse 17, a person out on the deck of Ruth must not go down to the house to pack. It's because everything's going to happen so fast that you're mm-hmm. not going to have time to, to go back. So it's saying mm-hmm. be safe now because like, you don't we're know We're in the when... fourth quarter as yeah, a good example. Exactly, because we don't know when Jesus is coming mm-hmm. back. So it's saying, look, at, when Jesus comes back, you aren't going to have time to fall down on your knees to pray and beg God for mercy. It's too late mm-hmm. at that point. Is what it, Basically, that's, that's just going to be a quick summarization there. So yeah. it's saying come to the faith now. Don't wait. So. Yeah. All right. So now 23 through 26, it talks about that there's going to be a lot of false prophets again. People are going to say, hey, look, there's the Messiah or he's over there. or He's in the forest over there. And Jesus is like, do not listen to them. You know, they're cuckoo pretty much. <laughs> and then in 27, it talks about. So it says um, for the lightning comes from the east and the flashes as far as the west. So will be the, the coming of the son of man. And I was did you understand that? Because like, I looked it up mm-hmm. and I couldn't really find anything for that. I was so confused about it. Regarding the lightning or... The, yeah, the exactly? lightning part. Like, what is the lightning like from the east to the west? Like, yeah. What does that mean? So I'll, I'm just going to reread the verse so we can have a little bit of context. But so if someone tells you, look, Messiah is out in the desert, don't bother to go look. Or look, he is hiding here, don't believe it. For as... Okay, so this is talking about the false prophets that say, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus. So like, hey, I'm Jesus. Okay, so it's saying, look, don't even bother looking because... For as the lightning flashes in the east and shines to the west, so it will be when the Son of Man comes. So everybody is going to know when Jesus okay. comes. That's what it's saying. Okay, um, that so, makes so, sense. Yeah, imagine a worldwide lightning bolt kind of thing. Mm. Um, literally just going east to west all the way around the globe. Um, everybody would see that, right? Yeah. Similarly with Christ when he returns, everybody will see it. So if somebody's mm-hmm. claiming to be Jesus and you didn't know he was already there, then obviously he's not the second coming. Mm-hmm. So. And 29 is pretty cool. <clears throat> so it talks about, and like, so it says, immediately after the stress of those days, the sun will be darkened, 
and the moon will not shed light, and the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers of the heaven will, will be shaken. So it, it's pretty much saying like getting ready for Jesus to come back. And mm-hmm. I want to point this one thing out. So when Jesus was crucified, which we'll get into that in a few chapters, but it, they, they, they say that when Jesus was crucified, there was an eclipse on the exact same day. Mm-hmm. And I think the Bible talks about that. I'm mm-hmm. not going to quote that because I can't remember where. Yep. But, like, I don't know. If I killed somebody that was claiming to be a Messiah and then there was an eclipse that just happened, I would be like, hold on, wait a minute. We just messed up yeah. very badly. Because, like, wasn't there, like, the ground was shaking too at that There's time? There's a huge earthquake. Kind of going yeah. back to the, the temple that we're talking about. Like, this dude, this Messiah literally said, by mm-hmm. the way, when y'all kill me, <laughs> this thing's going to come to the ground. And so once he actually and did they, die, the fact that how, he called that. How dumb were they? <laughs> like, like well, all this happened. He predicted so much things. And they're just like, nope, he was a liar. Witchcraft. Like, I'm going to say something really profound, okay? All right. It, it's amazing how dumb you can be when you want to be dumb. That's true, actually. They chose to be ignorant. They chose to be ignorant. Likewise, lots of people in today's time want to be ignorant. They don't want to believe God is real because one, either one, they don't want to to argue it, but they don't. Yeah, they don't want to be held accountable. Either that, or they just don't want to believe that it's possible. And so, of course, that ignorance is—they say it's bliss, but in that case, ignorance is is deserving of punishment. So, um, Mm. but you know, (laughs) but there's that. So, um, yeah, yeah, don't uh, don't choose to be ignorant if you have the option to not be. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we kind of talked about that in the baptism video a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. if you have a chance to do it now, don't wait, you know. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, uh, keep going with it. All right, and then so after everything goes black, you know, there's a big shake. And it says that the Son of Man will appear in the sky, and that the people of earth will mourn. And they will see the Son of Man coming from the clouds of the heaven of power of such glory. So, pretty much, Jesus is going to be in the clouds, and we're going to see him. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. you think he's going to be tall? You think he's going to be, like, our height? Like, how do you think this is all going to work? Because, like... We're all like the earth is round, you know, mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. you think it's going to be like a big projector. Like how, how, how are we doing this? I, I always wonder like how this is working. Oh, if you're on, if, no, I hear you. I'm just saying if oh. you're I think phones, uh, television, really? me, media, I think. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, you look at it today. Obviously, Jesus hasn't come back yet. So how on earth is everybody in the world going to see the second coming of Christ? How do we see everything that happens across the globe now? Where do you think he's going to go? I, I'd say Jerusalem. He's going back to his home roots. I, I think it says that's where he descends on it. Is, uh... Oh, wait. Yeah, it does. Yeah, never mind. Don't answer that. Somewhere around there. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's – yeah. But uh, – so I, I do want to answer this question because it says, are you guys pre-trib, post? Um, just because it's kind of fitting the topic, I'm going to answer this. So we are what the Bible says in regards to um, the – in regards to the rapture. It's going to be on this, the seventh trumpet. You can look at – I think it's uh, mm-hmm. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, somewhere around verse 50, and then uh, use that in conjunction with 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, uh, somewhere around verse 15 to 20. Um, so, yeah, the rapture will occur at the, the seventh trumpet. So We're about um, to talk about that right now. Take it away. So, and then it says, once you see Jesus, it says he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet, and they will gather his elect from, oh. the, four, from the four winds. So, I'm guessing the four sides of the earth, whatever. Uh And then from one end to the other sky. So I want to talk about that a little bit about the rapture and all that is going to work. So obviously there's going to be a big old trumpet. And then it says that the dead will rise first. So pretty Mm -hmm. much the people in the graves, I don't know how to describe it, but like, I'm assuming they're like a sleep thing, if you will. That's what we talked about before, for sure. Yeah. I never, I don't know, like a chronic sleep chamber, I guess you could say. I don't know. Uh, But, yeah. So what we've talked about before is that basically, if, if you 
if this confuses you, we ha- we've made episodes on it in the past. Um, but I think it's titled "Is Heaven for, uh, Like When Do We?" Anyways, yeah. But something basically, like that. what happens is, and based off of the verses that I just quoted a minute ago, First uh, Corinthians fifteen and First Thessalonians four, um, we know that when we die, um, we I don't want to say our souls sleep, however, because it is in the blink of an eye that we will be on judgment mm-hmm. day. Um, but because once we die, obviously time no longer uh, pertains to us, so time is relative after death. So mm-hmm. what happens is we go into, like Hodas, what you were saying, like a, a sleep, so-called. Um, and so that, uh, so it says the dead will rise first. That's the dead in Christ that will rise first. And so in First Thessalonians chapter 4, it says that the dead, um, the dead in Christ will uh, be caught up to meet um, Christ in the clouds when he returns on the seventh trumpet. And then right after that, the alive in Christ will meet Jesus on the, uh, meet him in the clouds. So mm-hmm. go look it up. Uh, again, first, cha- uh, first Corinthians chapter 15, verse somewhere around verse 50. And then first Thessalonians chapter four, somewhere Revelations, around verse 15. Revelations talks about all the trumpets too, I believe. It does. It does. So, I think it's, that's somewhere around it's chapter 11 ish. It is. Yeah. Um, it's, it's early in the book. Yeah. Yeah. But I love it though. I love revelation. It's the, the, yeah. the book that got me on a roll. <laughs> it's a good so, book. It is a good book, but keep going. All right, so now uh, we're on thirty. So uh, Matthew fourteen thirty-two. So it's a parable of a fig tree, and it says that pretty much. Uh, so learn this lesson of the of the fig tree. As soon as this, as soon as its branch become tender and sprouts leaves, you know that it's that summer is near. So in a way, you'll see that all things recognize that he is near. So let me explain that. So when you see a tree, you see its leaves sprouting, so you know, oh, summer's near. It's almost summer, and Jesus is pretty much saying like. You're going to notice when all of these things are starting to take place. So you're going to know when it's mm-hmm. almost my time to show up, you know, like yep. it's almost for almost time for me to come rock the world, you know? So he's saying, recognize these things that are near at the door. So mm-hmm. we got to pay attention, you know, know that we're in the fourth quarter. I, I, that's the that's only, right. like, the best example I got. I love the fourth quarter yeah. analogy. We're right there. I mean, yeah, the water has already broke in, in the, the birthing <laughs> yeah. analogy. So now it's just, now it's just time, you know, mm-hmm. waiting for proper dilation here. Yeah. Uh, and so. then Jesus tells us, truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all things take place. So I was confused about that because how, how long is a generation to Jesus? Like, right. Cause, so we talked because God this. doesn't have like a mm-hmm. time frame because mm-hmm. he said the son of man will be back soon. And, you know, soon is different for God because he sees stuff eternally. So mm-hmm. how long is a generation to God? I think, you know, that's the only question I guess he knows, you know. Uh-huh. Um, I think we talked about it before in another podcast. I'm not sure. I feel I, Maybe I had the thoughts, but I didn't make a video or a podcast about it. Um, and I'm trying to remember what I said. But uh, let me read the verse again. In the same way, when you see all these things, you can know his return is very near. Right at the door, I tell you the truth. This generation, and I have a little asterisk there. Why is there a little asterisk? Let's see. Let's scroll down here. Verse 34. Um, or this age or this nation is what this says. Um, will not pass. So I guess we have to look at the original Greek here. But it will not pass from the scene until all things take place. Um, so if it is referring to nation, it would be the fall of, I guess, probably Jerusalem um, or maybe mm-hmm. Israel, whatever it may be. Um, but if it, I don't think it's... Uh, Okay, so obviously, based off what we talked about, Jesus obviously hasn't come back a second time, right? So some people have made yeah. the claim that he will come back, or rather, 
everybody claims that he will come back. But some people made the claim that he already has came, came back and like somewhere around 70 AD because of this verse. But mm-hmm. like we talked about, the whole world will know when he comes back. There will not be yeah. a shadow of a doubt when he comes back. So with that being said, I, I, have I wonder no, how loud the trumpet will be. I don't know. I think we talked enough. about it before, but I don't think uh, I think it's only be Christians that hear it. But that'll, we'll yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. that we another way. Talk about um, that. But uh, so yeah, I don't think Jesus came back in seventy AD or anything like that. I think he's obviously mm-hmm. going to come back soon, as the Bible says. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it is. If we look back at the Greek, which this is what my uh, my Bible is, is saying that the Greek it also means this age or this nation. So if it is nation, again, we're just waiting for the fall of Israel at this point. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, could happen Anyways. any day. Yeah. So if that's if that's what you're talking about, which of course yeah. Israel is getting bombed on like a daily basis these days, so we're getting closer, man. I can't wait to heaven, man. Like, oh right, right. Did you see the Oreo thing I sent you about how some I of did. the Oreos are satanic? I, did. I don't know about that one. Yeah, that like, seemed like a stretch to me. We'll get the generic brand if we need to, but Oreos are Oreos. <laughs> no, well, the generic brand's pretty garbage. Let's just be honest. Well, depends where you're from. You don't know what Fairway is, but we got one of those. It's like a store. Yeah, they're, they're not bad. They're they're pretty all right. Oreos. Okay. Walmart brand is garbage. So. Oh yeah. Oh no. Those are. Yeah. This yeah. isn't Don't... even like Oreo. Like they, they're just called cookies and cream, uh, and like yeah. they're just so good though. That's uh, weird. That's a risk. That's a risk. It is. It is. You gotta come down yeah. and try them though. <laughs> anyway, so pretty much now, thirty-five through thirty-nine talks about that nobody knows the hour. Not even Jesus. Like mm-hmm. Jesus doesn't even know that hour. It's only yep. God that knows the hour. God the Father. That is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God so, the Father. He's yeah. like. Just... That, that's pretty cool, though. Like, he mm-hmm. only knows, like, no one else knows. Like, not even Satan knows. Yeah. He yep. knows it's soon, though, but he doesn't know how soon. Yep, for sure. But, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Um, now, so 40. This is cool. I'm just going to read this verse because I really like it. So, it talks about, obviously, the rapture, and it says that pretty much. All right, so, then, two men in the field. One will be taken on the on the left. Let me just read. Let me just not read this. So, anyway. So what's going to happen is two people are working in the field. One's going to go, you know, two women mm-hmm. are working. One's going to go. And it's talking about that the Christians are going to go. And the people that aren't saved are going to be stuck here on earth for mm-hmm. seven years. And then there's a lot that happens and we need to make a whole, we need to make a podcast about end times and stuff. Cause oh, we sure can. That, that could be a long podcast. Cause there's a uh, lot. Well, there's, like, there's, there's like two whole books about it. I mean, you got yeah, a, a my, lot my of church, Daniel. We took like five weeks, five or six yeah. weeks and we barely yeah, yeah. even touched the surface. Like it's deep stuff, dude. Yeah. And there's yeah. so many theories and everything. It's sure. just, well, that's what I say all the time though. We don't need to remember the theories. Remember where we need to remember what the word says, because that's what's important, mm-hmm. obviously, because interpretation can yeah. be wrong. So, yeah, uh, but uh, keep it going. So pretty much all those all those things are going to happen. You know, one person's going to go. One person's going to stay. And it says, therefore, be alert since you don't know the day that the Lord is coming. So mm-hmm. like like we said, the water broke. Get ready to go to the hospital. Like it's it's almost time to go. Mm-hmm. You're getting there. Um, getting close. Dilation yeah. is happening. We're at six <laughs> centimeters. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. We're looking I, for I, ten. Yes. I, I really love this analogy, though, that he had. So pretty much, if a homeowner knew, okay, that when, when he was going to be robbed, you know, mm-hmm. he'd stay at his house. He would just mm-hmm. stay there, and so he wouldn't be robbed. Yeah. And it says, so this is why you are also, to, this is why you are also to be ready, because the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. So mm-hmm. if we knew that a thief was going to come at some point in our life, why would we not just stay at our house the whole time so nothing yep. gets robbed? Yep. So what it's saying here is 
pretty much the same thing is happening. Like, there's going to be a big event that you don't know when it's coming. That, that's about to happen. Like, this is the biggest mm-hmm. event you'll ever have. Like, mm-hmm. so be ready. Don't let a thief into your house. I, yeah. I mean, obviously, let Jesus, you know. But, <laughs> you know. Have you ever, like, sin. have you ever seen the TikToks and maybe, like, heard the jokes about, like, can you imagine, like, being in the middle of sin and Jesus comes back and you're like, oh, shoot. You know what I mean? Like, something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, imagine that's scary. Yeah, and that's what it's that's, saying here. It's like, be ready. Yeah. Don't don't let the Son of Man come when it's least expected. So, like, yeah. just don't put that yourself in that situation. would be so awkward. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. You have to, I mean, you're already going to have to explain yourself for everything, <laughs> but that, like, I feel yeah. like that's even worse. Yeah, right? It's like, oh, ooh. you couldn't have waited, like, I don't know, a day. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's funny. But, oh. yeah. Yeah, yeah, so just be ready. Keep going, though. And then, so the next whole thing is pretty much about faithful service and says, to sum it up, sum it up pretty much is, blessed is the servant whom the master finds doing its job when it comes. So pretty much, good job for you for following God's word when God comes, you know, like, high five. Mm-hmm. Pretty much sums up that whole thing. It talks about, you know, just be ready, you know, just don't wait. Don't just stall. Just be ready because God could come any second, any day, any hour, you know? Yeah. Um, My dad has always said something along along the lines of uh, this is in terms of money. That is, he's not going to trust you with $100 until he can trust you with $10. So likewise with this parable, um, he's saying, look, um, if the master returns and finds a servant has done a good job, there will be reward. I tell you the truth, the master will put that servant in charge of all he owns then if he did good with the little that he was given at first. So – Likewise, that's just I guess it's a good uh, analogy. If that's I guess that's what it's called. But so, um, and then, yeah, I'll let you. I was about to get in the next part, but take it away. All right. Um, I forgot to put notes on this part. One sec. Let me just. Um. So. You can get in the next part. You already had okay. it prepared. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, if a servant is evil and he thinks my master, this is verse forty-eight, and he thinks my master won't be back for a while, and he begins beating the other servants, partying, getting drunk. The master oh, yeah. will, and then if the master returns unannounced and unexpected, then he will cut the servant to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So, of course, hell. he's talking about hell at this point. So, um, if you're unprepared and you're, of course, because you were expecting him to come back at a later date, um, and you just decided to, I guess, uh, let's 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 look at this in terms of modern application. Modern application is this. Oh. I've got tomorrow. I don't need to get saved. I don't need to live right today. I, mm-hmm. I, I can do it tomorrow. You know, you have that mentality of tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. Well, the thing is, tomorrow is never going to be today. Yeah. So um, Tomorrow's but, never promised either. That's right. And so when it comes to this, uh, this parable here, when the master uh, returns unannounced and unexpected, you're going to be in that boat because you're like, you're living in the, the way that you want to, thinking that you can go into tomorrow changing, but obviously you don't because t- tomorrow never comes. So, um, but anyways... There's a word of hint of wisdom in that as well. Tomorrow never comes, but uh, keep going for me. We should be somewhere around. Somewhere around. That's the end of the chapter, actually. Yeah, that's that's the end yeah. of the chapter. Yeah. Yep. Well. Uh, okay. So here's my thoughts, Codus. Yes. I'm going to try to wrap it up. Everything we just talked about onto one nugget. The one nugget I'm going to take away. Okay. And I, yes. I, I I saw it earlier, and I I was like I like that. Um, but I don't remember what it was because I didn't remember it. But here's what I do remember. Um, Jesus is coming soon. Yes. And, of course, we, we've you and I, we both know this. Probably most of our listeners have known this, too. Um, but I think the, the urgency 
because I'll admit that I've fallen into the ideology a lot of the times where I'm like, oh, well, people have been saying that for the last 2,000 years. It's not going to happen you know, this time. I've fallen into that ideology many a times. And so with that being said, it kind of revitalized the urgency there. Um, so a revamped, I could say. So uh, I think that's what I'm going to take away from this is that it could literally happen in any uh, millisecond of any yeah. day. Right. So it sounds um, crazy. Like that really sounds crazy. Like, Oh, Jesus could come back any second, mm-hmm. but that's the, that's the reality. Like he really could come back like right now or, or sure. now. Like sure. it's just, I don't know. It's weird to think mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. So what's the, what's the one nugget that you took away from it? Well, one thing that I have so ever since I came to the faith, this one thing I have always been like, I'll never do this, you know, but it, it talks about how a lot of people lose their faith. And I've always told myself, like, yeah. I will not do this. So yes. when I start feeling, like, unmotivated or something, or I feel like I'm kind of drifting away, I'll, like, smack myself. Not really, but, like, like I'll yeah. be like, yo, you're not going to fall away. Like, we are not. Mm-hmm. No, we are going to heaven, and it is going to be great, and you're going to walk with Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's the, oh, that's the thing that I've always, like, kind of, I guess, taken away from this part. Yeah, like, I, that's good, man. I will not make myself fall away because I don't want to, you know. Yeah, not going Which to heaven. I, I think we need to make uh, an episode or a podcast on the seven churches mentioned in Revelation, um, because I think that I, I, anyways. So I think there's seven different types of Christians, and that that applies to each of them. So that's just my own thoughts. Mm. So we'll we'll talk about that at a later date. But with that being said, if you've watched this podcast, if you listen to this podcast, um, thank you for tuning in. We always end these episodes now a certain way, and and yep. uh, and so. If you've heard this, you've heard the urgency that is there. You've heard the urgency that is the word. And the word, of course, is Jesus and that he can come at any minute, at any moment, at any time. So with that being said, if you are a Christian and you realize that you are in that, that moment of the, like the parable was saying that the, the servant that was expecting the master to come back at a later date, if you realize that that is you and you want to fix that, you want to adjust that, by all means, you can pray this prayer with us. But if you aren't in that boat and maybe you're, you're thinking, OK, well, I don't really know much about this Jesus guy, but if these two guys that I'm listening to truly believe it, maybe there's something there and maybe there's something that I, I should listen to. If you're in that boat and you want to give it a shot um, and you're willing to, you know, give Jesus the opportunity to, to come closer to you, Bible, or it says in James 4, 8, um, says that if you draw near to him, he'll draw near to you. So with that being said, um, you know, we as Christians, what we believe, this is just kind of the basis of our faith is that Jesus came. He was the son of God. He was a uh, the son of man, both. He was 100% God, 100% man. And what he did was for us, he became the ultimate sacrifice for us. Um, and by doing so, he was a perfect, unblemished lamb. And so he died on the cross for us. Um, and so by sacrificing himself on the cross, he cleansed us of all of our sins, of all of our wrongdoings. Um, and so we as Christians, we believe that that is the single most important uh, factor in our relationship, our faith, and uh, his death and resurrection. And so with that being said, Song of Solomon 8, 6 says that for love is as strong as death, as jealousy endures the grave. Um, and so I just want to let you know that his love for you is just as strong as his death for you is. And so, um, and he offers this free gift of love on a daily basis that we just have to choose to accept. So anybody can accept this free gift of love. It's just your choice to accept. So with that being said, if you want to pray that prayer with us, then, uh, Codus, just, uh, repeat the words that Codus says. All right. So dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Please forgive me and come into my life. I receive you as my Lord and savior. Now, please help me to live for you for the rest of this life. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Um, well, Codis. Well, with that being said, everybody, I love you all and Godspeed. <laughs>